man, what's been on my mind, man, Michael, everything. Mostly health lately today. Today's been a health kicker. I'm staying with my buddy who's not so um, health conscious. And um, when you try to share what's good and not good to eat and as ingredients in your food, yeah, some people don't want to hear that most of everything that's you know, processed is really bad for them. And so... Do you think they don't want to hear it or is it just that they don't want... They know it's bad, but they're not willing to make the changes. You know what? Maybe it's like my delivery. Maybe it's too abrasive, you know? But also, not everybody wants to hear everything about sure. what's not good for them. Mm. You know, they're so used to doing the same thing every single day. And they're addicted to these things that's inside of the, the products they consume. And people don't really understand what that does on the like molecular level of their body. And so like when you start talking about things that they really like, it's like you're attacking them, you know? And so that was like an experience that I had today. I was really trying to help out. But the cool part was, is that after, you know, this individual not being so receptive to me talking about certain things that were not good, he, I made something like a really nice, healthy snack, like four to five minutes ago. And, um, I just got back from the gym and we just got back from there. So, Hey, at least he's in the gym. Right. right. So, but, um, I made a nice, healthy snack and he's like, wow, this is so good. He's like, what other types of things you got? So it's just like, maybe it's not everybody's different on how they receive information. And so. With this instance, it's like me creating meals that they can enjoy. And then when they enjoy it, they're like, I want more of that, you know? And because like myself, I'm on a strictly vegan diet and not all things that are vegan are actually healthy for you. And so that's why I'm so nitpicky on the things that I do consume. And so it's cool that at least he wasn't being receptive to the conversation aspect of it, but he's receptive to the actual form of eating. So that's pretty cool. Right. So, so, so why, but surely. Why, do, why don't you, why do you think so many people don't, aren't aware enough to make the connection between a healthy lifestyle, either, either if that's eating, eating right or being in shape, taking care of themselves, it's all intertwined. And at least from my perspective, I'll let you go. Actually, I'll answer and then I'll let you go. I think not enough people realize the importance of being healthy, whether that's healthy physically, spiritually, financially, relationship-wise. Uh, like I said earlier, it's all intertwined. And when you start reali realizing that, that's when things start changing. Like, for example, I've been noticing this for a long time. When I don't work out, I start noticing that my mental aspect starts being affected as well. So it's not just the physical aspect of, oh, I feel unhealthy or I feel sluggish. Things in your life also start to fall apart. Um, not to the point where, you know, it becomes an emergency or anything, but if you're in tune and if you're aware, you start noticing that it's all connected. So Exactly. 
is that something that you you've, you've kind of noticed as well or and, and i can attest to that yeah i can definitely attest to that i mean if i look back at my life right i wasn't always vegan and i always didn't have the mindset i have today and i didn't always feel as good as i do today you know i can be broke and have no money in my bank account and feel fulfilled not too many people can say that you know and um that comes from a lot of trial and error with your mind the mind and managing the emotions and the state of your mind is so critical to the way you feel because like if you have bad thoughts about yourself right you're going to attract and create this dis-ease with inside your body okay and it goes hand in hand with health just from having thoughts you can lower your health from thoughts you guys and, and, and believe and do some just, of the research i just want to make sure that people understood the double entendre you just used sure disease dis-ease it's all you know it's that's where the, the word is derived from correct because everything's like everything's emotion with us as humans you know either we feel good that's an emotion feeling bad that's an emotion i'm crazy it's an emotion of itself everything's energy and um when you have um dis-ease inside of the body it's usually because like of your thoughts and the acidity the acidic level of what's going on inside of you you know because i've been on a health kicker for a long time now i know you know i've been elevating all the time and like when you when we first met i don't think i was vegan at the time or vegetarian um i think i like kind of got off track a little bit at that time but like my mindset everything's just like soaring through the roof right and like you can have all that going for you but if you still have like certain things that aren't good for you personally because everybody's a little bit different you know and so like for me personally when i'm consuming these types of products especially meat um the way that these animals are taken care of and grown up and the things that are pumped into them to keep them healthy and those chemicals really make a big difference they on the body they do okay You're back. and what ends up happening is i end up feeling like crap i feel sluggish i want to sleep all day and um i attract the completely wrong things i don't even have dreams anymore when i eat meat really i have dairy i don't have dreams wow you know so it's like there's little micro changes there's little things that happen if i'm driving to the store after i was already vegan and vegetarian and I go to the store and I cheated on some Chipotle, have some barbacoa burrito because I freaking love those things. I love barbacoa and meat, Michael. And um, it, it was always so great. And I would notice when I'm driving to cheat, mm. I would experience traffic. And because of this traffic and these other individuals that are driving that just can't figure life out, simple driving, I mean, it's pretty easy, but people are so mine somewhere else but i would become so frustrated inside get so angry and those are little signs to pay attention to for your own body you know as i was driving there i would experience these types of emotions 
and I'm attracting this before I even get there to cheat on the thing that I know I shouldn't have. And then when I get there, the line is super freaking long. Or if the line isn't long, is something got messed up. The line can be so small and they're helping out takeout, which has like two orders to take care of, and it messes everything up at that time. But those are the signs that I was receiving. Right. And those are the things that are really hard to pay attention to. Because if you're not awake yet, and when I mean awake, I mean, everybody's conscious and looking around. Actually, I retract that statement. Not everybody is conscious. Yeah, I, was say, I, was like, I retract that statement. <laughs> I retract that statement. Everybody's conscious. But it's like being woke is being able to discern through information that is brought to you. And the things that you go through and research on your own, you have to have the proper discernment to know what is real and what's not real, what is true and what's false, right? What resonates with you, what doesn't resonate with you. And there's an awakening process. And for me, it happened through health. It started, what, eight years ago or something like that? Excuse me, I'm just going to check my charger. So, about eight years ago, I started changing health. Um, like my father, I grew up on a vegetarian diet half my life because my father and my stepmom, they were vegetarian. And so I think that was a big help for me personally, for me switching over to that type of diet full time made it a lot easier because I've already used to it. I'm already used to the flavors. So like the things that my body are addicted to and those chemicals is already associated with that palate. So for me, it's great. And for most people, so for instance, my mother, um, straight on the meat diet, right? All meat, dairy, everything. It doesn't matter. All carnivorous. And it's okay. Everyone has their own choices. Everyone has their own free will. But she has expressed to me that she'd like to switch over to becoming vegan. Because she has noticed my life and the quality of life that I have being vegan. And she wants more of that. Mm. And so she has some health things that she's trying to address and lose some weight and all these things. And, um, you know, like not everything that you're going to try when you're switching over right away is going to taste really good. You know, so what I was kind of like advising to her so that she didn't have like, shock from going away from meat and everything like that is just like slowly slowly incorporating new meals with different ingredients that are more healthy and um so she's doing it a couple times a week to do a uh, transfer over to the vegan diet and um it's going good you know she's doing little things as well um to become more healthy and for this instance it's my mother and um it's mostly because she's seen me as an example, you know, and that's like with a lot of people, right? I'm sure with a lot of people, you know, people I know, it's they like to see somebody else do it first before they actually like decide to commit to it, you know? And so, but what, if I, what I've noticed is that even these little things like by certain people making decisions to do these types of things that are healthier for them, right? even though it might not be like super, super healthy right now, 
but they're making transitions, I'm noticing that they're becoming more and more awake just by decisions for their health. Mm. It's like it's like they're getting a download of some sorts from source right. and it's just making a change. It's it's awesome to see, to be honest. I don't know if you can attest to that at all. Oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. I've been uh I've been cleansing or juicing for about I say eight years now. And it's literally changed my life. It's changed a lot about the way I view the world, um, my ability to um, get things done. Um, one of the biggest changes I've noticed with being living a healthier lifestyle is just the way I think. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a huge correlation between what you put in your body and the thoughts that you put out as well. You know. Um, especially in the Western world, the way we treat animals that we eat, you know, they're not killed in a humane manner. And a lot of times, yeah, yeah. Like we're ingesting a lot of that pain and anguish um, and energy when we eat animals, you know, um, I understand a lot of other cultures, you know, um, they eat meat. I mean, guess what we did thousands of years ago? We, We ate meat as cavemen, right? We didn't have a choice to, eat fucking berries every day um, when we needed protein for stuff for sustenance. So I get it. You know, meat isn't for everybody and veganism isn't, isn't for everybody either. Um, and, you know, so you just have to find a balance that works for you. Uh, but there is a huge difference. And I think that we, we are having an awakening and as time goes on, people are going to start being more, you know, cautious and conscious as well about their environment and the food they put in their body. Um, And that even leads me to the next topic, just as important as the food you put in your body is the circle, your circle, your inner circle. That's very, very important, you know? Your inner circle. Yeah, I read this quote a long time ago. I forgot who it's by, but the idea behind it was, show me your friends in your inner circle and I can tell you who you are. And that's another huge aspect of uh, everyday life that we don't think about. You know, yeah, I had a wealthy friend of mine. I asked him, I was like, look, I met this gentleman on a private jet. <laughs> it, it, it just aligns. Um, he was, I just asked him, I said, what's one thing you can share with me? You know? Just, just real and quick, one, I, like, I, like that, I like that flex you just doing there, though. I like that flex. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a private jet. You know, nothing, nothing serious. Just, just a little private jet, you know? We can come back to that in a different episode. <laughs> But what what he said to me, because I asked him, I was just, he invited me over and mm. I came over with a couple of friends and um, I was just trying to get some value out of him, right? Because I, when you're around somebody that has a type of stature, whatever, sometimes you look up to them, sometimes you don't. Right. And at this time I did, you know, he had way more than what I had as far as like assets and stuff like that. But I think I may have had more inside, you know, it's more whole as a person and more in tune with myself. But what he said to me, it's exactly what you just stated. He said, your five closest friends, you're the sixth, 
Mm. So it's just like, it goes to show, and I, and I know you can tell from your life that the, the association of different types of people, how easily it is to become just like them. And there's a science behind this. It's called the mirror brain effect. It might be something like, slightly off of that, don't quote me word for word, but it's the mirror brain effect. So like, if you're in the same room as me, or we're just friends, we're associated with each other, what you think and how your brain fires is going to affect me. My brain's gonna do it at the same time as you're doing it, and vice versa. It's kind of like the tethering of energies. Right. I notice it. I'm somebody that's like super high vibration, like repel the negative, like fuck the negative, <laughs> you know? Right. I don't want any part of that. But I know that with my path, I have to deal with negativity, always. Sometimes I have to get uncomfortable. But I try to repel it as much as possible. You so. Know? Just to l jump in real quick, what is, would you say, based on your experience, is one of the instrumental aspects of navigating a negative world? Because I think that's a lot of, that's a big part of what we struggle with, you know? Um, I guess, like, the best thing I could ever tell somebody is that despite that there's these forces working against you, like all this negativity, all this chaos that's being created, it's as meant as a distraction. It's supposed to be there. Okay. It's up to you as a person to separate from all that type of stuff. Go inside, do the personal work. Mm. And once you do the personal work, you're creating less chaos for you, which is going to create less chaos for everybody else. I love okay? that. I love that. And so that's what I have to say. These other things may be coming at you, but that's supposed to happen. We're learning in this lifetime. We're supposed to learn these things through trial and error, just like you and I both have trial and error. Yep. The only way to get good at something is by practicing. Right. You, and, you, um, you lived a, a life full of trial and error. And we'll, we'll definitely be touching on that in, in future episodes. Maybe the next episode we'll, we talk about uh, your life because a, a lot of people can learn um and your life is definitely an inspiration so appreciate that we can definitely talk about that on our, on our next episode for uh, sure please continue you were you were saying uh it's about trial, trial and error yeah everything's trial and error because like let's for an example like i've been like doing this motivational type stuff for a really long time right because you do all these Facebook lives, barely anybody watched them, <laughs> you know, but I was like trying to spread inspiration and motivation to people that didn't have it. Because I know there's so many people that don't have it. Because I know what it's like to not have it. And it sucks. Mm. Like you're, you're in this zone, like, and you feel like it's just you. And like, there's this like tight little bubble around you with all this pressure. Right. And um, it sucked. It really sucked. That was also when I couldn't handle my own emotions. So, what did I do? What do you think I did? I hung out with everybody I possibly could all the time. 
because I couldn't handle my emotions. I had to have distractions. Did you hung out with who? I hung out with other people at all times if I could to escape my emotions. Mm. I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time. But looking back, that's what I was definitely doing. Don't try to escape it. Embrace it. Hmm. Don't try to escape it. Embrace it. Embrace it. This energy, it's not going to go away until you embrace it. You release this energy. You need to heal from whatever you're going through. There's so much trauma that we come out of our mother's womb with. And it's through a lot of the thoughts, the diet, all this types of thing that we're going on with our mothers. Right. Some guys get circumcised coming out. You get vaccines, all these types of things. You can pump it stuff as soon as you come out. That's trauma. Right. That's why a lot of, there's, yeah, if you guys want to really learn some stuff, do some research on circumcision and what it does to the male subconsciously. Um, so like, there's so much healing we have to go through all the time. And just because somebody may think that they know it all, you never know it all, you know? And that's your trial and error. That's beautiful. You said that beautifully. Wow. No, you're right. You're you're a hundred percent a hundred percent right about that. And I think that and the funny thing is I've also noticed too, like a lot of people want to grow i don't like to use the word change but they want to grow but a lot of times you're not in a, an environment that's conducive to growth for example you know what 99.9 percent of people in the world have a nine to five right so how do you grow you know how do you um, make progress in your spiritual growth whatever that means to you when you're dealing with work every day you might have kids you might be in a bad or abusive relationship. You know, there's so many things in the world that. And that's all part of your association, too, that you have to be able to discern to keep around or not. Through those little signs I was talking about. Right. But every, the little signs are different for everybody. Think yeah. with this head down here, your stomach, your gut. I think I think you just have to really want it because there's always an excuse for everything, right? Yeah, always- right. Not everybody wants to get better or right. wants to be healthier or wants to be more, I don't know, just more higher vibration. Right. And the ones that do might not be in a place where they're willing to put in the work or feel like they don't have the time to do so. Yeah. You know? I like to call them demons. Like everybody has their own demons to battle, you know, the things that hold you back. Right, right. No, you're and that's right. kind of like what I was talking about at the very beginning of this video. Not every, not everybody wants to release these demons that they have. Right. No, you're that's right. the easiest way for me to like describe. It makes yeah. the most sense. So, and, and you've we've you've dropped a lot of gems already, um, but I'd say in closing, what would you say is your advice? I'll go first, but what would you say? I just want you to think about it. What is your, is your advice to people there? Listen to you and hear what you have to say. And, and like, you know what? Jared is right. I want to be on that path as well. I want to become healthier. I want to surround myself with better people. You know, I want to grow for the better. And for me, I'd just say is just start. 
there's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect day. There's not, there's never going to be a time where it's like, you feel like, okay, now I have time to grow. There's opportunities for growth every single day. And for me, what really helped me was I just started reading. You know, I, um, initially my excuse was I'm always busy, so I can't, I don't have time to read. And I realized that's all it was an excuse. So I, I have something for that. Can you know, I jump in? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. The time thing. This is what I started to do when I was working a couple of nine to fives. I had three different positions for like the same company. So I had like no time, right? But I found time. And people are like, how do you find time? There's no time. And they don't have one job and no other commitments. All they're doing is having fun. Right. Distractions. And so when you start to break down, like, how many hours a day am I spending doing each activity? How many minutes? Document everything that where you're at right now. What am I spending my time with? How much sleep do I have? How much, how much time for breakfast? Mm. How much time for reading? Some people are already doing really great things, but can't fit more that say they don't have enough time. Right. And then there's a duality to this whole conversation, which I'll touch. But document it down, write down how much time you're spending for each day and do that for the whole week. And then just look at how much time you're spending in each area and ask yourself if you can give up a little bit of certain time. Because like most people watching Netflix, it's like a really popular thing or just like YouTube, scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Instagram, like all social media is what I'm getting at. And it's really sad to see how much time people spend, Michael. Like some people spend like a month out of the year watching TV, like a month, 24 hours per day for 30 days. That's so much time. And so you can just look at your whole week and easily be able to fit something in. And it doesn't have to be monumental time. You can start very small. Like for the reading thing, start with one sentence a day. Work your way up one more sentence each day. And it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Because I'm sure people are going to laugh and say, wait, what, one, one sentence a day. But it, it really is that true. Just building that consistency. Just do it. Right? Just do it. Like, exactly. I mean, just like Nike says, just, it literally is true. Just do it. Yeah. You're right. And then, so there's... Yo, and... He's able to like accomplish. Wait, wait, you, cut, you cut out for a few seconds. Can you repeat that? Yeah, there's this gentleman that I've seen on a video, and he talks about like how he's been able to like master so many different skill sets, mm. and he breaks it down to the smallest, minute things. Like he breaks it down to so small to make it more manageable, because people try to have such high expectations for themselves to achieve so much, they don't achieve achieve what they're trying to achieve within a certain period of time. And now they lost their expectations as they're mad and frustrated and they think they failed. So break it down into small little steps like this gentleman. Like say there's this masterpiece, like look at this thing behind me, right? That's a, that's a cloth. Okay, that's not a painting. But if I wanted to paint that, the way I'd do it is I'd put it on like, I'd take a picture of it. I'd put it on the computer. I'd draw a grid on it, break it down into tiny ass little squares. 
tiny ass little squares. And then I would just fill in one square at a time for the color. It'll take a lot longer, or right. maybe it won't. But you'll 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 create a masterpiece. So just having patience. But when you say just do it, and some people like are always grinding, grinding, grinding. Some people are like literally grinding too hard, right? They're doing too much in a day. And that's, that, that's they're not even focusing on themselves now. So that they're actually reversing their health now. Yeah, that's I've a, done that personally. I did that personally with the businesses and all that stuff. Right. Like I got out of a relationship and like I lost so much muscle and so much weight from all these things. So we can all have these setbacks, right? But we can always get back on track. That's all I had to finish with that duality. So you can kind of come back into of course, what you were talking about. I lost my train of thought now. I was like 15 minutes ago. Um, but I, <laughs> it seems I, like 15 minutes, huh? <laughs> I, I think the point I was trying to make was just that, you know, there's time everywhere, you know? I mean, what really helped me was just transitioning from the idea that I actually need to have a physical book and sit down where I was just making excuses to the fact that we have smartphones now. You know, this is a walking book with you. So what really helped me was just, you know, dropping excuses and downloading the Audible app, great app. And voila, I magically had time to read. There was no, there was no, no excuse anymore. Well, I'm in a car. That's time to read. Well, I'm in the shower. That's time to read when I'm working out. That's time to read, right? So, you know, when you, when you stop making excuses, you really realize that whatever you want to do, you have the opportunity to do it. And, you know, I understand that not everybody is in that situation where they even have the time to, to, to you know, listen to audibles or listen to books. But the whole idea of what Jared is, and myself are saying is, is, we're saying is, there's time all around you. When something is important enough, you're going to make time for it. You know? How uh, bad do you want it? How bad do you? There you go. How bad do you want it? Because like you can commit to something or like you can pick up this motivation out of nowhere. <sighs> motivation is really temporary. I'll say that. Because like when I didn't know how to get started, Michael, I would watch motivational videos. I'd watch Gary Vee, like all these other people. I can't remember their names anymore, but like Tony Robbins and stuff like that. Uh, just Eric Thomas, just trying to get amped up. Right. You know? <laughs> This is when I was doing network marketing, boy, oh boy. But uh, it got me into the entrepreneurship, which is great. But it's like this motivation. Like I'd watch these videos and I have this hot, you know, it's just like, let's go. Let's, you know, like accomplish the, all, every type of dream I ever had. Let's accomplish it, right? I knew I could. I know I can. But like after like 24 hours or 48 hours, I'd, it'd all be lost. <laughs> and I'm back in the same spot like what do I do right how do I get started again and so it comes down to your level of commitment is if you're going to like persevere through things to get to that end point mm. and in reality there really is no end point right but, right um, like you said just get started 